What's up? It's Alexander Madison, running back from the Minnesota Vikings, and you're watching Clock Management. Hey guys, thanks for joining us. It's September 24th, 2019. I'm Justin, and as always, I'm with Perry. I'm not sick. You're sick. <laughs> as you guys can tell, Perry is slowly dying. Slow, very slowly, apparently. <laughs> uh, make sure you guys catch our podcasts on YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, basically anywhere where you can find a podcast. Uh, also, you could uh, keep up with us on our social media. We got Management Clock at Twitter. We got uh, Clock Management on Facebook and Clock Management on Instagram. So go Come. join all of us. Yeah, check us out. We're here for you. And uh, feel free to reach out to us on any of those. Game Day will uh, give you game day advice on who you should start and sit. So uh, yeah. Sunday mornings on Twitter, uh, reach out, start sit questions, that sort of thing. Yeah. It's really fun. I enjoy discussing those back and forth and, and coming up with an answer for you guys. So uh, today though, we got an episode. It's our Tuesday episode. It is Tuesday, right? Justin. Uh, last I checked. Yeah. All right. All day. I'm pretty sure. So today we're going to cover some news just like we always do. We're going to go over some news nobody cares about. Then we're going to jump into some of the matchups that we just watched last week, some takeaways that we have from each of those matchups. Uh, we'll do a start of the week, and uh, I think we'll round it off right there. If you're interested in jumping to anything, there'll be timestamps below. Just go ahead and check it out. Right next to that is a subscribe button. You should hit that subscribe button because you get a chance to win a signed Tyreek Hill jersey. That's true. Uh, I'm I've already subscribed on two random accounts that I created just to try and win that. So, <laughs> yeah, Justin, you're not eligible to win. OK, maybe <laughs> next time. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, but yeah, so as we mentioned, Perry's dying. Uh, so he's sick. I know you got that going on outside of that. Uh, is there anything anything else going on over there? Uh, no, I'm house sitting for my in-laws. Uh, you'll notice the, uh, the painting in the background. Yes. Yeah. Everybody's favorite. Uh, so I'm, I'm in their office doing some recording. Um, other than that though, not a whole lot going on. What about you? I know you've been busy at work. Uh, yeah, it's been wild. Uh, I'm enjoying your, uh, sweet cheese shirt. Uh, there's, I was wondering, is it made of cheese or? No, it's the no? Tillamook, it's the Tillamook sailboat. Yeah. Yeah, I just didn't know if they made it out of cheese. No, no. I've actually seen this sailboat in person at the Tillamook factory where I bought this shirt. Yes. Nice. I like cheese that much <laughs> that I went to the factory that it's made and bought cheese there. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm actually uh, getting surgery on my ankle on uh, Friday, so I'll be on painkillers during that episode. That should be interesting. Interesting. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I should have some hot takes there. Yeah, no kidding. Um, yeah, so that's what's new with me. Uh, also, I will be going by the Cross Arrows Brewery uh, before I drive up north to uh, meet with producer Sean on Friday. So I'll drop some beer off for you and Sean up there. Perfect. Perfect. I love beer. Yeah, and you guys can go check out Crossed Arrows Brewery at crossedarrowsbrewery.com or on Facebook and get yourself some. I highly recommend it. Uh, All right. Uh, Perry, you want to get us into some news? Yes, I do. Uh, I'm going to talk about some news that just dropped uh, just maybe about an hour ago, and that was that tight end Nick Vanette was traded to the Steelers uh, from the Seahawks. Basically, this uh, is a you know tail on to the fact that uh, Vance McDonald is dealing with an injury. Uh, is he was spotted in a sling, so obviously it's an issue with his shoulder. I don't see him playing uh, on Week Four now that they've went out and traded for Nick Vanette. Yeah, they got um, no reason to to do that now. Yeah, uh, I know you and I are both high on Vance McDonald going into the season. 
and it's been the classic tight end type of season from him uh, where nothing, nothing amazing or nothing, amazing, nothing. So um, if you had Vance McDonald, I wouldn't go out and get Vic ne- Nick Vanette. I have a different name for you that I'll bring up later that I would recommend go getting instead. Yeah. Uh Next piece of news here: David Njoku uh, is avoiding surgery on his wrist. That's a good. That's a good thing. That means that we're probably going to get him back sometime this season. Although he hasn't been all that productive, uh, he hasn't been terrible, but not super productive. He does have a chance now to return Week Twelve at the earliest, as he is on IR. But that does mean he will be coming back probably towards the end of the season. Um, but we'll have to see how that plays out. And then uh, Alshon Jeffrey was a full participant in practice today. It's great news, uh, obviously, for my bet with Justin, which isn't <laughs> looking so good with the uh, the day that Cooper Cup had uh, a touchdown machine. Yeah, that's OK, though. I have Cooper Cup on my team is worth it. I got to beat my brother in fantasy with Cooper Cup. It was, it was a sweet day, sweet day. Um, but with Alshon coming back, I, I think the only thing that's to note is that Nelson Aguilar, his production will probably take a step back. It seems to just be the way that works when Alshon misses time. Nelson's very good. So uh, if you're banking on Nelson Aguilar right now, you I'm just, I think you should be cautious, have a backup plan. Uh, But yeah, anyways, let's move on here to uh, Cam Newton. Uh, Cam Newton is dealing with a Liz Frank injury which is a pretty serious injury. I, I'm very concerned about Cam yeah. Newton's health going forward. Um, very different than Anne Frank. Very different than Anne Frank. Yeah, uh, I recently uh, learned that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I fully believe that Cam Newton is just a drop at this point. If you have Cam Newton on your team, you are not holding on to him for any reason, unless it's a deep super flex or two quarterback league. That yeah. is the only reason to stash Cam Newton right now. Uh, it, we tried to tell you guys before the start of the season, he has a risk injury. Uh, if you drafted him, we still love you. Just go yeah. ahead and drop him now. The time has come. Yep. Uh, I Just to give you an idea, there there's a chance that he doesn't play again this season. So um, I do really like uh, Kyle Allen, his replacement. You and I picked him up in the league that we co-manage, and he had a great week. Uh, picked him up and, and started him started him over Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do that again this week, by the way. Yep. And then uh, last piece of news here is that CJ Anderson was working out for the Texans. This is a little surprising to me. Maybe he's working out for multiple teams, but I fully expected to see a report that he was going to be working out for the Giants. I thought for mm-hmm. sure that, that they might reach out and try and grab somebody like CJ Anderson with the Saquon injury. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Did, uh, did the team ask him to, or did he just do it? He just showed up and started working <laughs> out, out front of their building. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Uh, but I don't think, I don't see why the Texans really need him, right? They've got Carlos Hyde, who's doing just fine. They've got Duke Johnson, who's doing just fine. Yeah. Uh, maybe they're just looking for depth, is all that they're doing. But yeah, uh, I agree with you. It seems weird, especially with, like, like you said, the Giants losing. Uh, Saquon, like, and getting into that real quick, uh, not to jump ahead of you, but yeah. uh, the with Gallman there, he is not, uh, yeah, we can talk about Gallman. that, yeah, yeah, we can talk about Gallman right now because he's the hot topic right now of the week and of waiver. And I'm not buying in, I don't know how no. you feel, we haven't even discussed it yet, but I am not buying in. I think if you need to start this week, this week. All right, you could probably throw Gallman in there, but if you're expecting Saquon numbers, you're totally going to be disappointed. Right. The, the reason Saquon is does so well is because of how good he is. The situation is... It, it's it, horrible. It's, I mean, even with Daniel Jones being a seemingly an upgrade one game in, uh, it's still a whole horrible situation, and you're getting an, an inferior older back. So... Who is one of the most inefficient running backs in the NFL. Like yeah. Goldman has had opportunities to play before. It's not like he's an unknown quantity. We're like, Ooh, like a Daniel Jones, where I talked about this could be good. I want to see what happens with it. 
Gallman, right. we know exactly what we're getting, and it's not good. He played for – he started on the Giants when they had Odell Beckham Jr. there, when they had other options to which could open up the running game a little bit more, and he was horrible. Now yeah. they don't have that, don't start him. Yeah, I, I, I think, you know, if you're in a deep league and you lost Saquon and your next best option is – Peyton Barber, right? I I could entertain the possibility of starting Wayne Gallman, but that's I mean it. I'm only entertaining yeah. the value of starting him over Peyton Barber. And, so and I will agree with you only because Peyton Barber is going against the Rams defense, and Gallman's <laughs> going against the second worst team in the NFL. I think I think my whole point with it, or the only reason I'd entertain it, entertain it is because a rushing touchdown is a, I think there's a 50, 50 chance he walks out of the game with a rushing touchdown. Yep. So there you go. There's my take on it. A lot of people are blowing number one waiver priorities or putting in a huge fab, uh, uh, bid on him. And I just, I think you're making a yeah. mistake. Don't so. do any of that. Uh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a follow up on this. Sorry to just blow up the news, but, uh, also news related on related to the Giants team again like you talked about Daniel Jones came in and was seemingly an upgrade for the team he looked really good I think that helps the overall team as a whole uh if you're hurting for a wide receiver uh I I think that you got some options there Golden Tate comes back in two weeks I could see putting in a waiver for him sure yeah and and Sterling Shepard had a pretty good game as well um I don't I just man the Sterling Shepard show. Yeah, I feel like it's I, been going on for a few years, and it's it feels weird to me. I'm just uh, with the whole Giants offense. It's been one game, and I just don't want to jump on the the Daniel Jones is the next Messiah of football bandwagon just yet. So, oh no no no. Yeah, but you know, in a deep league, you're you're definitely right. I feel like Golden Tate, if he's sitting around on a waiver wire, and you're in a 12, 14 team league, something like that. Throw them on your bench. See what you got in, yeah. in a w- few weeks. So um, that's that's all. I mean, obviously, that news, I don't know if that's news. We just got into talking already. But uh, let's jump into the news nobody cares about, Justin. Yes. All right. So I got some news no one cares about. Uh, it, I mean, what kind of day would it be, Perry, if uh, we didn't talk about Antonio Brown? Uh, uh, it would be a day that doesn't end in Y. <laughs> it should be hopefully next week. Uh, but it's not this week. Uh, I got two things, Antonio Brown. First, he uh, some teams say that said that they were interested. Well, his agent reported some teams were interested in him. Yeah. He then almost immediately tweeted out that he is done with the NFL. Yeah. And shortly thereafter, he re-enrolled in college. So what do you think? Antonio Brown going to be the number one wide receiver in college? I'm pretty sure he has no eligibility <laughs> left. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, is, this, is this con college? Because he's going to prison for rape. <laughs> I mean, he might be able to flee the country and play in another uh, another country's college. I don't care what Antonio Brown's doing. And that's why it's news no one cares about. Uh, <laughs> Next piece of news no one cares about. George Kittle out there living his best life. Uh, first, after the end of the game, did you see his little like impression of The Rock? I did not. Oh, he did the whole, do you smell what the Niners are cooking? Nice. And nice. then just right before we recorded this show, uh, he was on WWE just in the crowd and two of the wrestlers like came over to him and he's like just hyping them up and stuff. It was pretty awesome. Nice. And uh, the last piece of news no one cares about, Pete Carroll takes a football to the face right before the start of the game. I saw that and he had yeah. to get stitches. Yeah, he had to get stitches on his face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Pete man. Carroll, man. He's the oldest coach in the NFL. I know, and he's still running out there at the dudes. Like, uh, I love his energy for like being such an older coach. Yeah, he kills it, man. I he's the definition of a player's coach. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's all the news no one cares about. So let's get into these matchups. <clears throat> yeah, let's talk about it. 
so we've already talked briefly about the uh, the Thursday night game, so we're not going to get back into that. We talked about that in the last episode. Go ahead and check it out. Uh, we'll start with the Cowboys and the Dolphins. This game went the way we thought it would uh, outcome-wise. I will say that on the Cowboys side of the ball, Tony Pollard had a day, right? You and I both had, had totally written him off as fantasy uh, irrelevant going forward. But here's the thing. I still think he's fantasy irrelevant going forward because yeah. he's not playing the Dolphins every week. The Cowboys just paid Zeke. Why risk him in a game that was a blowout from the beginning? Yeah, but they do play Washington twice. That's true. You know, fine. If Justin, if you want to stash Tony Pollard, go for it. Uh, no, the only way I'm stashing him is if it's in a 10 to 12 man league. And I also own Zeke. Exactly. If you own Zeke, own Tony. That's how I feel. So um, again, with these waivers this week, a lot of people are putting a lot of hype on Tony Pollard. I am not. I am not putting no. that hype on Tony Pollard. No. Uh, Amari Cooper, two touchdown day. Amari Cooper looks fantastic. Amari, Amari, Co- and, Amari and Dak seem to, they just, they got a connection. It's That's going to be awesome. Just, you own them, ride that all season. Yeah, Amari finally looks like the wide receiver that we were waiting for for so long in Oakland. Yeah, the so. guy who is drafted to be. Yeah, I'm excited for Amari. I've always liked him. I've always thought he was a great talent. And it looks like we finally have it here. Uh, on the Dolphins side of the ball, I don't want I don't want any player. Yeah, don't want any player. They don't even know who their quarterback is at this point. So avoid. Yeah. The Bengals and the Bills. Uh, this one ended with the Bills 21 17. Uh, Justin, why don't yeah. you go into this one for a moment? I gotta take yeah. a drink of water. <laughs> no problem. So uh we were talking about uh the start our starts of the week last week or on our last episode. I, I went with uh Frank Gore. Uh, as we're trying to go a little bit deeper for you guys, you know, someone that might be unknown, you could start and it paid off. Uh, Frank Gore, he did just fine. Like, uh, he got into the end zone, which is always important for a running back. He had 14 carries for 76 yards. Like that's great. Uh, he had, uh, two receptions for 13 yards. So in PPR, he helped you out a little bit there. And we uh, and we were we were joking last episode too. Do you really want Frank Gore catching the ball? Well, there you go. I put my yeah. foot in my mouth. Frank Gore's out there catching the ball, everybody. Yeah, but you know who else was out there catching the ball? Tell me. <laughs> TJ Yeldon. He got me. Uh two receptions for 19 yards. He also got on the field for eight carries and 30 yards. Oh man. I know. Just stay off the field, TJ. Do us all a favor. What about the Bengals <laughs> side of the ball? Uh, the Bengals, uh, well, on the for the wide receiver uh, oh. portion, though, John Brown, he, he had an okay game, four receptions for 50 yards. Uh, there were a few other receivers there. The only ones worth mentioning, Cole Beasley had eight receptions for 48 yards. Uh, neither one of them found the end zone. Uh, those are the only two with any fantasy relevance. Uh, John Brown is owned in your league by now. Uh, I, I, we highly recommended picking him up a few episodes ago. If he is not owned, go get him. Cole Beasley, I'm still not touching unless I'm in like probably a 12 man league. Yeah. We should mention uh, the tight end. Dawson Knox had a really good game, three receptions for 67 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Possible option if you're trying to replace Vance McDonald, depending on how deep your league is. Uh, there might be some better ones out there, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing there is. I, I don't think you can depend on that week in, week out. Uh, tight ends, uh, volatile position where you get lots of tight ends who will be the number one tight end for a week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, on the Bengals side, Joe Mixon had 15 carries for 61 yards. Uh, not that great of a day. Uh, the, the Bills defense is much better than it appears. It's a good yeah. defense, and... I'm actually I did have a receiving touchdown, though. So, yeah, I'm encouraged by this stat line from Joe Mixon because we weren't getting what we expected out of him. And Giovanni Bernard was getting a lot more work than what he did in this game until this game. Yes. Yeah. So that's that's promising. John Ross uh, returned back to reality. Yeah, he did. Uh, Other than that. Not a lot to talk about. I mean, Tyler Boyd had a decent night. 
no touchdowns. But that Bills defense, man, it's just one of those defenses that you're just going to have to learn to uh, expect less from your offensive players. So, oh, man. Going forward uh, next week with the Bills, uh, I'm not really messing with many of their players. They play New England, and New England has yet to give up an offensive touchdown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's jump into the next matchup, which was a very good game. I think you and I even said this would probably be a pretty good game, and that was the Lions uh, versus the Eagles. The Lions won this game, though, 27-24, which I did not see coming. Uh, we'll start on the Lions side of the ball. Uh, Matthew Stafford had a very, I don't know, average night with 200 yards and a touchdown. Uh, J.D. McKissick. Uh, had the most rushing yards, but it was on one carry, so don't read into it too much. I think the thing that I like here is that on Johnson had 20 carries. Yeah, but the part but, I don't like... Yeah, it's 36 yards. He did get into the end zone, which saved his night, but that is one of the most inefficient running stat lines I think I've ever seen. Yeah, those are Wayne Gallman numbers. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> kidding. Uh, receiving here, Marvin Jones finally returned to the Marvin Jones... Kind yeah, of. I've been wondering where this has been. Like he, Danny Amendola, been outperforming him, which I I don't think yeah. any of us saw coming. I don't think anyone saw coming before the season started. Yeah, Marvin Jones with six receptions, 101 yards, and a touchdown. That's a fantastic day for Marvin Jones. I like Marvin Jones. I think he's a very good talent. He should be owned. I don't know if he should be started just yet, but let's hope that we continue to see something like that. Man, I. I Oh, I might start him next week. I, I, I'm, you sure. know, I might try and hop in on it early. Hope, hope that I get something out of it. But uh, yeah, that's uh, like I like him too. Obviously. Yeah, and and if you do start him, I don't fault you for that, right? Like, it's Marvin Jones. It's not like this isn't like the first time we've ever seen Marvin Jones perform, right? So just the first time this season is all. So uh, let's move on to the Eagles here. Carson Wentz, 259 yards and two touchdowns. You're happy about that? Uh, Miles Sanders is the best running back on this team without a doubt. He's slowly getting more and more work. Um, I think the thing that I'm really happy to see here was that he had two receptions for 73 yards on top of the 13 carries for 53 yards. A touchdown would have been great. Yeah, Jordan Howard vultured the touchdown. Yes, which is what we expected out of Jordan Howard, which is yeah. why Jordan Howard in a deep league is a possible flex start. Because you're you're hoping yeah. for that touchdown uh, vulture. I, I like that the Darren Sproles isn't getting as many carries as he was at the beginning of the season. Uh, that's great. He didn't even have a reception. That's kind of odd to me, though. Yeah, that that's weird for Darren Sproles. Um, and then we already spoke about Nelson Aguilar. He did have the two touchdowns this week, which saved his week. Eight receptions for 50 yards. He did have 12 targets, which is great. But when Alshon comes back, I expect those numbers to take a step back a little bit. Just be prepared for that. Uh, uh. <clears throat> yeah, so the next game we had the Patriots and the Jets. And the Jets really falked up. They falked you know? up. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, so they started Luke Falk as their quarterback with, uh, um, shoot, their primary quarterback having mono. Uh, Sam Darnold and their backup quarterbacks ankle exploding. <laughs> yeah. On live television. Yeah. Uh, he had that. He did not play well. Uh, 12 for 22, less than a hundred yards, just barely zero touchdowns and an interception. Not great. Yeah. Uh, but on the other side with Le'Veon, you had 18 carries for 35 yards. Also not great. Uh, it's good to see him still out there being the bell cow back uh, like I said, the Patriots have a great defense this year. So yeah. they weren't giving up yards or touchdowns. Yeah, there were none no, to be had. Nobody was fantasy happy in this game for the Jets. Yeah. Uh, Patriots side of the ball, a little bit different story, sort of. You're happy if you had Tom Brady. It looks like Tom Brady's back to being an elite quarterback, man. <laughs> no. Are, are you bought heck? in? Are you bought in? You got to be at this point. Yeah, 306 yards, two touchdowns. And he had two rush or two rushing attempts. Yeah, for negative me. one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rex Burkhead, the leading ball carrier. Yeah, Why? This, is, this is a very patriot move here. Uh, 
Rex Burke had the leading ball carrier. Phil Philip Dorsett was second in yards. Sony Michelle had nine carries for eleven yards. And that is atrocious. Yeah, and a touchdown. Uh, the Rex I'm, Burke had. You're not. Don't don't worry about him. This is just a game plan thing that uh, Bill Belichick does. If he is a mastermind, and you can't question his tactics because it wins games. But it sucks for fantasy when he decides that your awesome player is just not getting the ball this game. Yeah, I'm. You say don't worry about him, and I know what you mean, but I just want to be clear here. Worry about this backfield and whether or not you're going to start a player from it. I'm not. I'm officially done with Sony Michelle. Uh, I'm not all the way out on him. I'm. I am all the way out on Sony Michelle until people like Rex Burkhead stopped getting more carries than him. But uh, <laughs> well, next week, next week, yeah. there'll be a new new running back. Yeah, it may uh, be neither one of them. Yeah, receiving. Uh, it's a couple things to talk about here. Julian Edelman, seven receptions for 62 yards and a touchdown, but he left the game injured. Reports are good. Uh, he might not miss time, but I think what's important to note is the Patriots have no reason to rush him back. So if they want to give him a week to to recover, they can totally do that, and they're totally fine. They'll probably beat the Bills no problem. Uh, don't drop Julian Edelman. If you have him, just hold on to him. If he's playing, I would start him. Josh Gordon, another good day. Six receptions for 83 yards. We're not seeing the Josh Gordon numbers from when he was exploding, but Josh Gordon is still very good. Uh, and if Julian Edelman's out, I like Josh Gordon even more. Oh, yeah. I'm starting him either way. Yeah. Philip Dorsett, though, this is something that's pretty interesting. Is Week one, it was a fluke, right? Philip Dorsett is very good right now. Philip Dorsett, I think, should definitely be owned. Yeah, possibly that's... started. Oh, I'm not starting him. Uh... If Julian Edelman's not playing, I'm starting Philip Dorsett. Uh, I like. I understand that. I, I'm probably not, uh, but but I'm. I could understand it. I could see it. I wouldn't be upset with you if you did it. Uh, but yeah, I, I personally, I'm not that in on him yet. Fair enough. Okay. Let's move on here. Uh, let's go on to the Falcons and Colts. Another really good game. 24, 27 Colts win this one. You know, we'll start with the Colts. I think that everybody, including you and I thought it's over when, when Andrew Luck retired, the Colts are going to go back into rebuild mode and they're done. Oh yeah. Everyone, I was we, I mean, we were talking about we're out on Marlon Mack. We're out on T.Y. Hilton. Uh, yeah. We're out Hilton. on Eric Ebron. I'm still out on Eric Ebron, by the way. T.Y. Hilton right now is one of the best wide receivers in the league, fantasy-wise and just NFL receiver-wise. He's been fantastic. Oh, speaking of, we, we did not cover this in the news, but he's also injured. He is injured, uh, but they're saying he, he might not miss time. It's, yeah. I hope he doesn't. Me too. I like I. I just love what's happening there. Uh, this great for Jacoby Brissett, like to see him be able to perform at this level, and yeah. he's doing great. Yeah, uh, fantasy relevant. Uh, Marlon Mack also has been a bell cow back. He's quickly becoming one of the only running backs in the league where you know what you're getting as it's a bell cow back. It's it's Leonard Fournette. It's Marlon Mack. It's Le'Veon Bell. Those guys are getting the ball every single time. Nick so, Chubb. Nick Chubb, yeah. If you if you have Marlon Mack, you're happy with Marlon Mack. Keep starting Marlon Mack. On the Falcons side of the ball, Matt Ryan threw another interception, but he made up with it, made it up with three touchdowns, three hundred yards. Matt Ryan's my fantasy quarterback this year. I've been a little worried about it all year, but he seems to come out okay each week. So I'm going to keep writing uh, Matt Ryan. Uh, Devontae Freeman, finally a game where he was the ball carrier. Uh, oh, with man. 16 carries for 88 yards. Yeah, so I think part of that was Edo Smith got injured in this game. Uh, yeah. He got a concussion on his first carry of the game. Uh, so he had one carry for zero yards, and then he was out for the rest of the game. So I, I think that forced... 
Freeman to have to be that bell cow back, and it went good for him. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I like Devontae Freeman, especially if Edo Smith is hurt. Uh, but we just got to wait and see if Edo Smith is going to clear that concussion protocol. Uh, Julio Jones, I think it's fair to say Julio Jones is an elite top end, top three wide receiver in the NFL. There's no doubt about it, right? There's always His been paycheck the, says so. Yeah, there's always been that that stupid Julio Jones doesn't score touchdowns thing. He's scored a touchdown every game so far. He's scored a touchdown the last seven games. So Julio Jones is extremely good. I he was my number one wide receiver going into the yeah. Into the, the biggest the takeaway I think though from here was Austin Hooper, uh, six receptions, sixty six yards, and two touchdowns. He had a great week uh, with Matt Ryan steadily getting better as the season goes. Uh, yeah. I think he's uh, he's a good pickup uh, for a tight end. So if, it, like if you're one of those Vance McDonald owners or uh, Najoku owners, that maybe that's someone you want to look at. Uh, I, Calvin, love, I, love, I love that call. I love that yeah, call. Calvin Ridley, super disappointing this week, though. I think it's just one of those weeks that you can expect from these speedy wide receivers. It's going to happen. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't read into it too much. Yeah, Keep it's started. just sad. It's sad to see. You would hope he'd have a little bit more, but he had one reception for six yards. Disappointing. But yeah, yeah. I'm not, like you said, this is something that you can expect from those type like that type of wide receiver. Yeah. Let's move on here to the Raiders and the Vikings. Vikings won this pretty handedly, 34-14. Derek Carr got brought back down to uh to ground level where he belongs uh 242 yards two touchdowns and interception kind of that's kind of what i thought his upside really was josh jacobs not a great day man um yeah 10 carries for 44 yards really disappointing which i mean he his average wasn't bad you just wish that he would have had a little bit more yards and and that they would have kept feeding him the ball but due to game script they couldn't yeah, I don't like seeing Andre Washington getting six carries. I don't really know what they're thinking, right? They have a really good running back back in Josh Jacobs. But... I, I think that might be in part due to him coming back from uh, that injured groin injury, uh, them just trying to not have him carry too much of a load and r risk re-injury. Yes. The thing I really want to talk about, which I know you're hyped about, and that's Darren Waller. This man is real. He is so real. 13 receptions for 134 yards. It's a miracle he didn't score a touchdown. Yeah. I can't believe it. Right? Uh, he, he basically went across the field and halfway back without scoring. Yeah, that's crazy. Darren Waller, an amazing tight end start going forward. Uh, I Right now, he's up there. I mean, it's, it's like Travis Kelsey, and then it's like Darren Waller and Mark Andrews as of right now on like must must starts. I like him more than I like both of those guys more than Zach Ertz. What about Kittle? George Kittle's probably just above them. Yeah, that's how but, I, I see it. But just yeah, barely, I just want to make sure my fandom wasn't getting the best of me. <laughs> probably just above them. But the big thing here is Mark Andrews and Darren Waller went undrafted, whereas George Kittle was like a third, fourth, fifth round pick. Oh, yeah, which so. is exactly why you know, we talk about avoiding those tight ends early because you could find tight ends on the waiver wire who are going to do that for you. Absolutely. Let's jump to the, the Vikings here. So we're, we're trying to speed this up a little bit. Yeah, we uh, always get sidetracked. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, Kirk Cousins, this is going to be the norm for him going forward, it appears. Uh, 15, oh, 15 for 21, 174 yards and a touchdown. They don't need him to throw the ball 30 times. They yeah. don't because... Dalvin because Cook. Dalvin Cook and and Alexander Madison, yes, uh, sixteen carries Dalvin Cook, twelve carries for Alexander Madison. I cannot talk. This backfield is a must own. Uh, you have one hundred and ten yards from Dalvin Cook and a touchdown, fifty eight yards and a touchdown from Alexander Madison. Like you should own out. Alexander Madison is one of the few backup running backs that you should own, even if you don't have the starting running back. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think part of the reason he got as much work as he did was it was kind of a blowout, but he is extremely talented. Don't get me wrong. He is yeah. very, very good. And Dalvin Cook is the best running back in the NFL right now. Right Man. now, he is. 
I'm so happy. I, I remember, I remember tell, telling you I thought he had potential to be a top five running back before the season started, and you're worried about his injuries, which is understandable. But, yeah. uh, but I was like, I just have faith in him this year, and I'm just yeah. so happy right now. Just please don't get injured, Dalvin. I I don't want him to get injured at all, man. I love seeing it. Uh, the receiving uh, here for the the Vikings. Adam Thielen, three for 55 and a touchdown. No, again. I, I was just talking about this with someone. There's got to be a regression for Adam Thielen in the touchdown department. There's no way he could continue these touchdowns with such low targets and, and yards. Well, that's okay because they're just going to give it to him on the one-yard line to give him a touchdown <laughs> like they did this this game. Yeah, crazy. A rushing touchdown for one yard. So Yeah, he had two touchdowns, one rushing, one receiving. Uh, Stefan Diggs, I'm officially selling Stefan Diggs. It's just, I I think with the the such low volume in the passing game, there's no room for two receivers here, yeah. and it's obvious that Adam Thielen is the number one receiver. Yeah, and it's rough because selling him right now is go. You're not you're not going to get a lot for him, but no, you're, you're going to get a lot less if you wait. Yep. Uh, let's move on here to the Ravens and the Chiefs. This was our game of the week. Turned out to be a very good game. I think it went the way that we probably thought it would yeah. uh, with the Chiefs winning 33-28. We'll start with the Ravens, though. Lamar Jackson, another great day for Lamar Jackson. 22 for 267, rushed the ball eight times for 45 yards and a touchdown. If you started Lamar Jackson, you're probably happy with Lamar Jackson. Mark Ingram, 16 carries for 103 yards and three touchdowns. Mark Ingram is like the third or fourth best running back in fantasy so far. It's pretty wild, man. Uh, I have him in a dynasty league. I'm starting him every week. Receiving. Uh, oh, go ahead. With uh, the Ravens too. So uh, a big talking point I've heard from a, a lot of fantasy uh, experts is with uh, Lamar Jackson that, you know, these first three weeks, he's going to do great because he's going against these weak defenses. And then uh, week four, you know, you want to sell him before that that week. I don't agree with them. Uh, he's got a solid base with his rushing. And then on top of that, the Browns, they're not the team everyone thought they were. Uh, they have yeah. not been good. He's going to do just fine against the Browns continue to start him hold on to him he's going to you're not going to be disappointed and just a caveat off of that because i totally agree with you the reason we started tyrod taylor in fantasy for so, you know two three years so consistently was the rushing and lamar jackson is tyrod taylor but better much yeah. better right tyrod taylor but he can throw the ball right the he's tyrod taylor's floor like Tyrod Taylor's ceiling is Lamar Jackson's floor. Okay, so do not get rid of Lamar Jackson. Don't be don't be silly. Keep starting Lamar Jackson. Chiefs side of the ball. Patrick Mahomes did Patrick Mahomes things. He's the best quarterback in the league. There's no doubt about it. I know. Uh, I feel stupid uh, when we, us, and every other fantasy expert out there were talking about this. How we're going to see a regression uh, from him this year because there's no way he could do it two years in a row. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, and we look like idiots. Yep, yep. He, he's making the NFL look like idiots. It's incredible. Uh, rushing, my start of the week this week was LaShawn McCoy. It panned out as well. Justin and I were batting for, for 1,000 right now. LaShawn McCoy only had eight carries for 54 yards, but he did have a touchdown, 6.8 yards per carry. He also had three receptions for 26 yards and a touchdown. So if you started LaShawn McCoy, even though he's banged up a little bit, you were happy with it. Uh, receiving, you were right. You nailed it, Justin. Meikle Hardman was the start to have, but all the other guys were just fine too. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was just, it's just, I think Meikle's going to be the guy going forward, but it could be Sammy Watkins. It could be Demarcus Robinson any week. I think they should all be owned. And I once, think, I think once Tyreek comes back, that whole packing order gets rearranged. Yeah, definitely. So get what you can out of it right now. I like Meikle the most. Uh, he's got that big play potential, and you know that, that uh, there's going to be a big play with this team every week. Uh, uh, getting into the Bronco-Green Bay game, uh, we got 
Philip Lindsay was the leading rusher there. Neither one of, well, sorry, they are both these running backs had a bunch of carries. Uh, so it's hard to say which one, you know, it's still hard to say which one's going to be the lead back there just because it like 21 to 15 carries Philip Lindsay got two touchdowns though. So, and 81 yards. So he had the better night. Yeah. Uh, Philip Lindsay is actually my start of the week for next week, which we'll get into, but Philip Lindsay is my start of the week. Uh, and then on the receiving side, Cortland Sutton was the only like fantasy Bob. relevant. Yeah, for sure. The Broncos' offense is terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, the Packers though. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, he's been he has not looked great. Uh, yeah, I, I I was talking to someone about this too. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I believe, uh, I believe he's trying to give the new head coach a chance at play calling and like uh, to call the shots and try and fit his schemes and stuff like that and. I can't wait for Aaron Rodgers to just get frustrated with that and just be like, all right, I got this. How long do you wait, though? The problem is they're winning. <laughs> yeah, I, I, Aaron Rodgers for me is no longer an auto start. Uh, I think that there's players that I can pick up on waiver wire right now that I would start over Aaron Rodgers based on matchup. That's I, I agree with you, but I'm not dropping him. I'm going to trade him and get what I can for him and then... And then I'll pick up a quarterback <laughs> off the waiver wire. Here's you're just, I mean, without roster construction, would you start Daniel Jones against Washington this week over Aaron Rodgers against Philly? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, ow. Right. That hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the bigger th news here is Jamal Williams had more carries and yards than Aaron Jones. What the heck is happening there? I don't know, man. I thought Aaron Jones is free. Right. He did get, he did get the goal line carries. Which yeah, he got two touchdowns, thank, which thank saved God. his night. Yeah. But, and my, my fantasy team. Yeah. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, wide receiver. Man, I just, I think he's the one. Yep, right? I'm sold now. I we, think he's the one. We officially have a, a viable yes. receiver there outside Devon of Devontae Adams who I fully expect to to get out of his funk. Devontae Adams will be fine long-term. Yeah, Devontae Adams doesn't have a funk. It's, that's it's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron yeah. Rodgers is the one in the funk and the offense. Yeah, so I, I don't blame that on Adams at all. Like you said, I expect a rebound in his stats or, you know, a lack of funk. Definitely. Never, I never... Never have a lack of funk, by the yeah, way. I, yeah, I kind of want Devontae Adams to have some funk, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Get down with it. <laughs> uh, ooh, okay, moving on here to the Panthers <laughs> and the Cardinals. Panthers won this game 38-20 with Kyle Allen leading the way, man. 261 ooh. yards for four touchdowns. That was a spot start for you and me. I texted you and I said, hey, man, I think I'm going to I'm gonna pick up Kyle Allen and start him over Trubisky. You were down. Worked out for us. We won in that league, uh, and he was our second quarterback. So that was pretty awesome. He's yeah. starting again next week, and I think uh, I think we'll probably start him again in that in that two quarterback league. So uh, Christian McCaffrey, awesome. Keep starting him. All you need to know. Uh, Greg Olson, six receptions for seventy five yards and two touchdowns. I think that what this tells me is start tight ends that are playing the Cardinals which is Will Disley next week for Seattle. Uh, so if Will, Will Disley's probably available uh, in your league, and he's had a good good season so far, and he's going to play the worst tight end defense in the league. So I would start him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Curtis Samuel, five receptions for 53 and a touchdown. DJ Moore had one big one for 52 yards and a touchdown. I mean, I don't know which wide receiver I want, with Kyle Allen, but I do know that Greg Olson's probably a pretty good start going forward at tight end. For the Cardinals, Kyler Murray still hasn't been that guy yet. Uh, I will say he did have eight rushes for 69 yards, which kind of saved his day a little bit. He had two touchdowns passing, two interceptions. I don't know. I just don't know about Kyler Murray yet, if he's uh, that big NFL hotness that he was supposed to be, but I'm not sold on it. It's his first season. I'm not going to sell the guy down the river just yet. No. Yeah. I don't think he's not 
like he won't have a career, but he he's not what everyone was hyping him to be. Especially with all these new guys coming in for from injuries and performing really well. You don't need to be starting Kyler Murray. David Johnson, 11 for 37, uh, six receptions for 28 and a touchdown. David Johnson is quietly one of the most consistent fantasy scorers right now. Not blowing up, not throwing up duds. I think you're happy if you have David Johnson. And I, I expect a big game coming from him soon. Yeah, he, he fell back a little bit in the in some drafts too. So if you're able to get him a little bit later in the first round or something, then I'm sure you're you're happy with him. Yeah. Christian Kirk, 10 for 59. He's definitely becoming that number one target, but Larry Fitzgerald finds the end zone again. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald is still a starter for me. Still a starter till further notice. Yeah. He, he just, he keeps on finding more time in that, in that clock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to hop into this Giants uh, Tampa Bay game. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, yeah, so we got Daniel Jones first game. Uh, I was super excited to see what he did, like what he could do. I wasn't sold on like starting him. Yet. Yeah, I, I liked him. I liked the possibility. I told you keep an eye on him, uh, see if he established like a wide receiver who he targeted, uh, which he did. Well, he did, and he continued targeting Evan Ingram, which is great. Yeah. So. Uh, Sterling Shepard had seven targets, Evan Ingram, six, both of them over a hundred yards and a touchdown. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, if I'm in a deeper league, I'm grabbing Sterling Shepard and I'm going to throw him on my bench. And if I see this two weeks in a row, I'm going to start him the following week. Yeah. I think like you said, Evan Ingram, that's fantastic. If you were an owner of him, this is exactly what you wanted to see with this transition. Wayne Gallman, we already talked about him. Uh, yeah. We'll, and we we'll talked about it. the whole Saquon. Yeah. Yeah, let's uh, let's look at the uh, box oh, here. real quick, though. Sterling sure. Shepard also had two uh, rushing attempts for 21 yards. Yeah, they, they like to use him like that a little yeah. bit. So it's a little bonus for you. Uh, Jameis Winston, 380 for three and an interception. This is the volatile game you play with Jameis Winston. Do you want to risk it? I don't know. I don't. So I'll go play. So I'll start somebody else. I'll start Daniel Jones next week instead of Jameis Winston. Uh, rushing the ball, Ronald Jones, Peyton Barber, almost the exact same amount of carries. Ronald Jones was far more efficient. I still don't want to start either of these running backs, period. Perry, yes, real sir. quick, who are you starting, uh, Winston or, or Mason Rudolph? Mason Rudolph. Oh. Yes, I'm starting Mason Rudolph. I I'm going Winston in that one. No, I'm starting Mason Rudolph for sure. Okay, go ahead, continue, yeah. sorry. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Mike Evans, here we go, guys. We told you, don't give up on Mike Evans. I know that Chris Godwin could end up being the number one receiver, but Mike Evans came in and put his fist down on the table and said, not yet, little boy, not yet. Eight receptions for 190 yards and three touchdowns. I think questions were answered and on that Chris day. Chris Godwin said, yes, sir. And yes, he sat sir. down and had three receptions for 40 yards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I still like Chris Godwin going forward, still starting him for sure. But Mike yeah. Evans put his fist down. How about this, though? O.J. Howard finally on the scoreboard. Yeah, finally showed up. Yeah, and three receptions for 66 yards. Still do not regret dropping him. Yeah. Still All right. regret picking him up. <laughs> Saints and Seahawks. Saints win this 133-27. Kind of a surprise. I, I think a lot of people uh, thought the Seahawks might win this one. Alvin Kamara is like a greased pig out there on that field with a bunch of eight-year-olds chasing him. It is ridiculous. Yeah, he, he's He just break, runs through tackles, bounces off of them, just slides right through their arms. It's amazing. It's like you, you can't. It's watching it, Madden. It's like a greased pig. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Alvin Kamara, amazing. Uh, possibly this, the best running back in the league right up there with Dalvin Cook so far. But he does it differently, right? He's catching the ball. So I love that. You got that safe baseline with all his receptions in a PPR league. And uh, Latavius Murray, we told you time to drop him a couple, I think like a week and a half ago. Uh, hopefully you did. I, I own Latavius in our league. 
because I own, own Alvin Kamara, and it's really hard holding a roster spot. <laughs> but I, that's a personal decision right there. Teddy Bridgewater is a little bit different than what we expected. We thought Taysom Hill would get a lot more work. He didn't, right? It was a lot of the same as Drew Brees, but Teddy Bridgewater is just not as good as Drew Brees. But he was still a 177 yeah, yards, two touchdowns. game plan for it. Did not turn the ball over. That's all they were asking on a Teddy Bridgewater. And um, Taysom Hill did not throw the ball once. No, he did not. They do not want him throwing the ball, apparently. I don't think he knows how. <laughs> Michael Thomas, 5 for 54 and a touchdown. Uh, you know, the touchdown saved him. Uh, but it, that kind of regression, that step back, is kind of what we thought we'd see with Drew Brees out. And I think we're going to see it going forward until Drew Brees is, is back. So Yeah, because he's that deep threat receiver, and Teddy Bridgewater does not like to throw the ball downfield because they don't want him to turn the ball over. Exactly. Uh, Seahawks, the reason they lost this game was because Russell Wilson had to throw the ball 50 times. Threw it 50 times. 406 yards, two touchdowns. He also rushed it seven times for 51 yards and two touchdowns. That's we are, great for your fantasy team. We are back to the days of the Seahawks being eight and eight, but Russell Wilson being the number one fantasy quarterback because he's trying to do everything. They cannot win when they do it this way, but you win if you start Russell Wilson and they do it this way. So uh, yeah, for Chris fantasy, Carson, super disappointing. Man, you know, if you, if you can't stop fumbling, yeah. I don't know what we're going to do. Pete Carroll's, uh, like you said before, he's all about the players. Uh, he already said that he's got faith in him moving forward, so he's still going to be out there getting the ball. Yeah. Uh, that If you have him, I, I'm okay starting him still, but you just hope to, to see more. I, I think the Saints have a good defense, so, I mean, that's part of it, but you, you want to see more from him. Receiving Tyler Lockett is we're going to start a new thing, Justin, our jinx of the week. Okay. We're going to call it before it happens, but our jinx of the week was Tyler Lockett. You and I both told, told each other he's terrible. Don't start him. Not, not in on Tyler Lockett, 11 receptions for 154. To be fair, we said after we finished saying that, we're like, that being said, he's the exact type of player that will blow up just to prove you wrong. Yeah. And he did. He proved me wrong. DK Metcalf, pretty pedestrian night. Two for 67. Uh, not too worried about it. I think he'll be okay going forward. Uh, yeah, and then we got Will Disley. Uh, I think you already covered that. Uh, yep. yep. Love so. Will Disley. Love Will Disley going forward. Um, let's. Uh, why don't you jump into the Texans Chargers? Ooh, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go to the Chargers side of the ball first. So Phillip Rivers, uh, two touchdowns. 300 yards, great game for him. Uh, you could start him in a in a streaming spot if you need him to. Uh, Austin Eckler, not not the numbers you've been seeing from him. He had nine carries for 36 yards. Justin Jackson, five carries, 26 yards. Not great. Not a great rushing uh, game in this one. Uh, but Keenan Allen. I love this guy. We've both talked about this. Like he love is great out. this season. Uh, he could be the number one wide receiver at the end of this year. Not uh, crazy. Not crazy. Yeah. He, he has 13 receptions, 183 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. He is the number one target on that team and he's flexing it, man. Keenan Allen. I love him. Didn't yeah. get any shares of him this year. And I'm, I'm bummed out about that. I have a ton and I'm super excited. Uh, so also though, and related to that, uh, I, I, I've heard people talk about like, there's no way he could continue these numbers. I disagree. I, I, yeah, I disagree with that. Like he, he's going to continue these numbers. I don't, I don't think he's going to continue the 183 yards. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm I'm not saying these exact numbers (laughs) between nine, between nine and 15 receptions is not crazy. You know, between a one and two touchdowns isn't crazy. This guy, he's good, and Philip Rivers is good, and Philip Rivers loves him. Yeah, Philip Rivers. I don't think he even knows he has other wide receivers. He doesn't actually. They run a one wide receiver set, <laughs> and the defense can't stop it. 
Uh, oh, yeah, there was another team playing. So let me get to that. Uh, Deshaun Watson. He, this team won, by the way. <laughs> yeah, they actually won. But Deshaun Watson, even had he had an even better game. Obviously, he's owned on someone's team. So you're not going to pick him up and stream him. Um, Carlos Hyde, uh, 10 carries for 19 yards. Oh, like, no, there was, like I said, there's no rushing in this game. It was all throwing the ball. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Stills had four receptions for 89 yards for leading the team in re- or in receptions and yards, but Jordan uh, Atkins led the yeah. team in touchdowns with two. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Kenny Stills didn't lead in receptions, just yards. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins led in receptions with six, which you expect. Only 67 yards. Uh, you're fine there. Nothing to worry about with DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, don't uh, don't freak out on DeAndre Hopkins. And are you going for any of these other wide receivers here on this team? No, I'm not. Yeah, I said I, that, I said that last week. I'm I'm sticking with it. Yeah, Kenny Stills had four receptions, 89 yards. I'm still out on him because next week that could be Kiki or whoever else. Yeah. yeah, Will Fuller, Atkins. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Let's jump That's- into the Steelers. 49ers here this oh, yeah you and I are both excited about this game I was hoping it'd be even more of a blowout but it wasn't really the 49ers man well, looked very good I like yeah, them so the 49ers defense yeah. is amazing it's I mean good. they they turned the ball over four four times on their first four drives yeah they're good they're right. real and and the Steelers didn't score a touchdown in during that time yeah let's talk about the rest of the Niners here. Jimmy Garoppolo, one touchdown, two interceptions, 277 yards. Never should have been paid as much money as he was, but hey, well, man, the defense I, is, in, is that in, good, then fine. In his defense, neither one of those uh, interceptions were his fault. They were both tipped by the receiver to a defender. Yeah, and in my defense, he should have never been paid that much money. <laughs> and, and in fantasy players' defense, you shouldn't have started him. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> and you shouldn't next week either. No, uh, or, running, or any week after that. Yeah. Rushing the ball, Raheem Mosert was the most efficient at 12 carries for 79 yards. Matt Burita, 14 carries for 68 yards. And Jeffrey Wilson came in and took the two touchdowns that everybody else worked for. So it's a bummer. I don't know which one to start out of those three, to be completely honest with you. I like Raheem Mosert the most if I had a gun to my head and I got told who to start. No, don't, because um, they have a bye week this week, and then following their bye week, they have uh, Tevin Coleman back. There you go. Yeah. So, so just, uh, I'm staying away sell. from all their running backs for sell, uh, sell one of the two running backs if you have them. Try. Oh that. yeah, if you can, absolutely. Yeah. Best wide receiver on this team is a tight end, George Kittle. I think we know that Debo Samuel's shows flashes. Dante Pettis I, caught I, a touchdown. I know. I love uh, Debo Samuels, though. Yeah. I, I really like him. I think he's got a future. I picked him up in a league, and I actually started him. I forgot who I started him over. It, it was a deeper league, and uh, someone told me I was crazy for starting him. He did not do good, but I forgot who I started him over, but he did slightly better than the guy I started him over. <laughs> Let's uh, let's look at the Steelers here. Mason Rudolph, his first game starting uh, over Ben Roethlisberger, did well. 174 yards, two touchdowns, interception. Obviously not not amazing, didn't carry the team, but I think it'll get better going forward. You and I just mentioned that the Niners have a very good defense. So um, James Conner, 13 for 43. I'm selling James Conner. I'm done. I'm done with James Conner. I'm done chasing last year's numbers. Yeah, and the especially with Big Ben out, he's he's yeah. not going to produce. Uh, <laughs> it's just not going to happen. And, yeah. and I think you're going to see that hurt Juju in the future as well as as with other wide receivers. Like it, it, just across the board, you're going to see regression. Yeah, we'll see how it goes next week. I don't want to make any like like this is what it's going to be going forward statements, except. I just I don't believe in James Conner, but whatever. I'll die on that uh, that soapbox. Why don't I, you jump into the next one? I'm I'm I will say that I'm I'm trying to sell some of these players. 
uh, just due to that. Uh, I I think Mason Rudolph, like watching him play, he did he didn't look good. It was a tough defense, but he he did not look good. Yeah, I'm not quite as low on him as you are, but I mean, I'm not starting him, so there's no point in talking about it. Yeah, I just think it hurts the other players. All right, but next game, Rams Browns. So uh, on the Rams side of the ball, you got Todd Gurley. 14 carries for 43 yards. Not good. Yeah. Also done with Todd Gurley. Here we go, guys. Yep. This like I mean, I, I've been lower lower on him than a lot of people since the beginning of the season. He started off decent. Yeah. Oh, not week one, but after week one, the last two weeks. Yeah. Um but yeah, I'm 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 completely out on him now. Get get away from him. Um I'd start him as an RB two in a deep league, maybe an RB3, uh, but, yeah, I'm pretty much in the same boat. I didn't draft him anywhere, so I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, if you can sell him, uh, I'm selling him, trying to get someone. Just don't get James Conner for him. Yeah. Uh, all right, so on the receiving end, though, uh, you got Brandon Cooks, the one who we both said would be the wide receiver three. Uh, eight you receptions, get. Yeah. 112 yards. But then Cooper Cup just... Oh man, eleven receptions, hundred and two yards, so ten yes less yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, and Robert Woods three for forty, right? You yeah. and I have talked about it before. We don't know. We can't tell you guys. I wanna tell you, I wanna give I, you an answer. I'm still sold on Cooper Cup. Like I they they love him. Like he had more yeah. the most receptions. He didn't quite have as much yards as Brandon Cooks, but he had the two touchdowns. Yeah. And that's what I see from him. I cause he's bigger than the other two wide receivers. So he gets a lot more of those end zone uh, passes when they get down there. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to continue starting him. So I just, I don't know what to do with, with, with the other two, or if you have both two of them, I don't know. How do you choose? You know what I mean? So uh, for the Browns, Baker Mayfield, man, this is why I didn't want to put in uh, uh you know, a fifth round pick on Baker Mayfield. 195 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Baker Mayfield is overrated. You can quote me on it. Baker Mayfield is overrated. Based on what we've seen this season, there is no reason to be starting him in fantasy football. The Browns are bad. The Browns are bad, man. Nick Chubb is Nick Chubb is 1B on best players on that team with Odell Beckham being 1A. Nick Chubb keeps starting him. He's doing what he's supposed to do. 23 carries for 96 yards. You're happy about that. So I I agree with you uh, if we're looking at talent, but if we're looking at fantasy production, I want Nick Chubb more than I want Odell Beckham. Yeah, I mean, Odell Beckham blew up last week. This week, you know, six for 56, you're not happy about it. But you're right, with Baker throwing the ball, I don't know. He did have Eli throw the ball for a long time, but Eli did it for a lot longer. So I just, I, I hate to see play like, gloat about players doing bad uh unless your name's tj yeldon but the browns like everyone was talking on the offseason about how oh man jarvis landry odell beckham Najoku, they're all gonna be these huge players this season and i was like i just don't see baker mayfield being able to feed that many targets and make them relevant yeah i and, you Baker said it, Mayfield was like, oh, I'll do you one better and I'll feed none of them. You said at week one that they wouldn't make the playoffs, and I think you might be right. So uh, let's move on here. Last game, uh, which is the Monday night game, that was the Bears and the team in Washington. The Bears defense is insane. Insane. Uh, we'll start that with the That wasn't team in a high school team they were playing? No. We'll start with the uh, the the team in Washington. Case Keenum, 332 yards. He continues to throw for a ton of yards. Two touchdowns, but three interceptions. That was the story of the night, man. The Bears' offense is terrible. It is a dumpster fire. They do not know what they're doing on offense. But that's okay because the defense will score for them. It, it They don't need to score. Um, the rushing, I told you, do not start Adrian Peterson. Do not start him that week. 12 carries for 37 yards. That's it. That's why you do not, did not start him going forward. I kind of like him a little bit. All right. He's obviously going to get the bulk of the carries, but I don't know. I don't want to be 
on the on the Washington running back boat. Catching the ball though, Terry McLaurin. I love Terry McLaurin. How do you feel about Terry? Oh, I love McLovin. Yeah, yeah. Love Terry McLaurin. He's I'm real. McLovin him. He's a real talent. It's not a one game blow up. It is an every week sort of thing. He has the talent. And when Haskins comes in to start, they they played in college together. So it, I think it's only going to get better, to be completely honest with you. Uh, the Bears, Mitch Trubisky, he did throw three touchdowns. Finally, they went all to Taylor Gabriel, who then got hurt. Uh, I don't think Taylor Gabriel somebody you need to go out and get, though, or, or make a big deal about. I think Allen Robinson is still the best receiver on the team. Dave Montgomery is still the best running back on the team that doesn't get enough work. Cordero Patterson is getting carries for some reason. These guys have no idea what they're doing. The play calling in Chicago is terrible, but the defense carries them. So, And you don't need good play calling when you're playing Washington. No kidding. And that rounds out the week, Justin. Yeah. Uh, you want to get into your start of the week? Already did I, I? I thought I already did that. We're doing start of the weeks on Friday, aren't we? Oh, we could do that. Yeah, I thought you said that you were going to do it at the end. Oh no, I'll, I'll talk about that on Friday. Okay, let's do. You, let's do a quick uh, preview of the Thursday game, though. Yeah, definitely. Thursday night, Eagles Packers. Yeah, Alshon should be in. Uh, I'm expecting him to play, which, like you said, that's gonna uh, hurt the other wide receivers there uh, for fantasy relevance. Uh, you can expect Miles Sanders to continue what he's been doing. The Green Bay Packers have a, a tough defense. Yeah, uh, that that's how they've been winning their games, despite like the not such massive uh, offense. I'm not uh, super high on any Philadelphia Eagles offensive player. I Miles Sanders, I'm good with. I think you have to start some, right? Like, I'm not saying you sit all of them. I'm just not expecting giant numbers out of any of them this week. No, I'm good with Miles Sanders. Um, and, yeah. I mean, if you drafted Zach Ertz, you're playing Zach Ertz. Yep. Packers, I expect to see Aaron Jones, or Aaron Jones. I expect to see Aaron Rodgers take a step forward this week and come back closer to where he's supposed to be just because this Philadelphia Eagles defense is not very good. And I think he's going to pick the secondary apart a little bit. Uh, that means I like Devontae Adams. I kind of like Marquez Valdez-Scantling. I think, he, you know, if you're going to start another one, it's him. Um, and I like Aaron Jones. Uh, I, I what about see Jimmy how... Graham? Oh, man, I want to like Jimmy Graham. I, I know. want to. I'm not I'm starting a... Jimmy Graham this week. I'm saying Jimmy Graham scores a touchdown this week. Okay, I, I, I am not on that train. I'm saying he scores a touchdown, but it's the only catch he has. I want that to happen. Yeah. There's my uh, guarantee my guarantee of the week. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so that covers the uh, up until our next episode, which will be on Friday. Yes. Everybody uh, get ready for it. I'm going to have some I'm I'm going to make sure I got some hot takes up prepared beforehand so that way when I am on the painkillers, there I don't get out of control with them. I might let you just sail on that a little bit. Just let you ride. See how, <laughs> see what you come up with. Right. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. You're going to have to, um, let all, let all the listeners out there, uh, know if I get too far overboard. Yeah. Hey, I feel like I did okay tonight on cough medicine. So yeah. Perry over there on that lean. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a good night. <laughs> Two, one, blast off.